It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and uh, Brady. And, uh, yeah, excuse me, I'm just uh, adjusting volumes again. There we go. I think we're good. All right. I think I'm ready to go. Okay. It's, it's big week seven. Can you, this is week seven. That, I, I think that, I said this on the last works. show. This is crazy that we've just blasted through two-thirds of the regular season, and, and we're basically, we're in the home stretch. We're going to be figuring out league championships over the next couple of games. Um, actually, in the MAC, they, they wrap up this week because they play crossovers in, in week eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the BWAC, there'll only be one more week left of league games after this week. So Now, Almont can clinch a share of the BWAC if they win this week. And it would take some very specific and unlikely circumstances for them to clinch it outright. But that is technically possible. I believe it is because, yeah, because North Branch and Croslex don't play each other till right. next week. And those are the teams that are chasing them. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, uh, actually, mathematically, Richmond's not out of the race. Right. Again, if they win, they would need a lot of help. But anyway. um, They'd need to win out, and they'd need everybody above them to lose at least once and Almont to lose twice. All right. uh, So, well, let's get into it. There's some big MAC games, some big BWAC games, and we'll, uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. All right. We'll do that in just a moment. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. 
Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and uh, welcome back. And let's start in the uh, MAC Blue. Last week we know that uh, PH clinched a share of the title. They win the championship Outright with a win at Sterling Heights this week. They're winning the championship outright when they win at Sterling Heights this week. It's, so it's so you, you, you got this one locked in. This, I, this is a I Brady think, parlay. I think this is the lo- the mortal <laughs> lock of the week. I mean, Sterling Heights is, honestly, they could probably drop down to the silver and still struggle to finish in the top half of that league. And they are 0-6, and they've given up at least five touchdowns in every game but one this year. Not good. Se- second week of the season, they only lost twelve to six to Lakeshore, but Lakeshore is a gold. Team. Yeah, they're in the gold. Yeah, so I don't think they're a particularly good gold team. They're uh, they're just two and four overall themselves. Yeah, and in the last two weeks, Sterling Heights has given up a hundred and one. <laughs> points while only scoring 18 but technically Mott and Northern when they take the field this week still have a chance to to get a piece of the, uh, the title because the winner will only have one league loss I don't think either are and holding they'll their be, breath they'll be rooting for Sterling Heights I don't I, think I've got to give all the options yes technically it's not clinched but Dennis we knew as soon as PH beat Northern that it was clinched that we knew yes. they weren't lo- losing to Lance Cruz North they're not losing to Sterling Heights. They're not losing to Fitz, and they're the heavy favorite going into Marysville. Yeah, abs- so absolutely. They're kind of in the same spot I put Marine City where I go, okay, I'll, I'll worry about you on Selection Sunday <laughs> well, for PH because I'll do their game week nine. All right, I'll see you again week nine, and then we'll worry about uh, if that win can get you a home game or not and see what draw you get now that you're in D3. Northern needs a win here, um, and not because I think they're in any threat of missing the playoffs. I think they're going to win their last two games. Mm -hmm. So minimum, they're getting six wins, but just a a, a psyche thing because the other two games on their schedule that we perceived as their toughest games didn't go well for them. They just weren't competitive, and and you – being competitive in this one isn't enough. No, Win this one. And you were at practice. You know they know they didn't put their best foot forward in either of those games. You know that they didn't play up to what they can be because they do have a lot of talent on that team. But that talent's going to have to show out in spades. Hey, a lot of them are sophomores. Going to have to mature a little bit. You're going to have to play like a hardened veteran. If you're going to want to beat Mott, you get this game at home. I like that a lot. This is a team that beat you a year ago. And these young guys need to step up. And hey, it's the it's near the end of the year. You're not sophomores anymore. You're not you're not juniors anymore. You have to act like 
seniors and juniors a year ahead of where you're at because Mott's coming in and they're trying to set up a home playoff game and they know if they beat you that gives them a pretty good shot to to do so yeah and you know they're looking at Chippewa Valley next week they get the game at home but they're looking at Chippewa Valley next week could be a playoff opponent that is not uh, uh an easy game for them uh, and then Tower at the end of the season, they they should be all right in that one. So what? White they, they've team had an interesting season. Slipped out of a Mac Red matchup then, because it's usually Red White Blue Gold. So who did they? Oh, it looks like they took uh, Lance Cruz because they're playing Cousino. Well, Northern did that a couple years ago when they took Romeo because I think it was Lakeview didn't want to. They were sad they were in the white and didn't want to play another Mac Red team. Yeah. Well, what? Are, well, Cousino's no picnic these days no it's actually pretty good right well on lakeview is playing lakeshore so it might be lakeview again i'm shocked um but no this is a big one for northern um it's sounds like lincoln Watkins is going to be the quarterback and that's a, a change that they're going to stick with going forward and we'll see how he does the the dress rehearsal was frazier and that was a great dress rehearsal Mott's a hell of a lot different than than frazier well i mean yeah uh, and again, uh, everything that anybody who's seen Mott play has told me is that Mott's a really good football team. But I also know that what the one time I saw Northern this year, that's not the real Northern. I know they're a real good football team. The games at the stadium, I, I think they feel it's an advantage playing Mott on grass just because mm-hmm. of Mott's makeup. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Um, I, I think it is, though, a, a kind of a gut check here for Port Huron Northern. They, they do not want to have a bad game against Mott. It just wouldn't look good. No, and I think uh, one thing that's going to make a difference is Mott has some playmakers on the edge that they can sling the ball to. There's some pretty good DBs in that Northern secondary, but they're going to have to step up. I have to see Amir Moreland have a pretty shut-down day. Cam Hardy, you have a pretty shut-down day out there and limit big plays and get your offense back on the field because... Mott's going to want to score, and that's what they've done. In Mac Blue play, the lowest output they've had is 31. And that was against PH, who has shut down everyone else. Yeah, like they, they, they kind of got off to, uh, I guess we could say, a slow start be, because the, their first three weeks, they played three close games, and then the last three weeks, nobody's been able to touch them. Granted, I think their first three opponents are better than their last three opponents, and so I think that has something to do with it. This Mott team's good. This Mott team's pretty darn good. And this is a game for Northern, not just for for themselves, but I think to prove to people like us when we look and the playoff matchups come out, hey, you win this game, all right, now we can talk about you getting a tough first-round matchup and possibly winning it. Uh, I talk about maybe being competitive against a good team. If you drop this one, it's going to be tough to say, all right, the playoffs come around and we're just going to snap our fingers and click it on. Yeah, I, I would agree. But, again, I I do like um, their defense. I'm, I'm looking for positives here. Right. They, got, they got a kick return from Amir Moreland, who mm-hmm. we know can do that anytime he touches the ball. Um, they, they got another great defensive performance where they held an opponent to eight points, and they were at Frazier. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the they scored 30 points in the game, and isn't that what we always ask? If Northern gets four touchdowns, they've got a chance to win every game. Well, can I make this as simple as possible? Just don't turn the ball over. 
because that's what they've done a lot of in their two losses. I mean, how they basically gave up two defensive touchdowns to PH. It was, what, five turnovers at Gross Point South. Can't turn the ball over. Have every drive end with a kick. As dumb and cliche as that is, whether you're punting it away, whether you're kicking a field goal or an extra point, every drive needs to end with a kick. Take a sack if you need to on third down. Let your punt unit come out and at least give your defense an extra 30 yards of grass behind them. Uh, Don't try to force anything and cut your losses because if this, it seems like in the two losses, once it started to snowball, they weren't able to stop it. And once the other team started gaining that momentum, there was no way to put the brakes on. So you have to limit moments where Mott can get that momentum. All right, another team that Brady has put on the shelf hmm. um, uh, has at least clinched a share of their fifth straight league title. They've won an outright league title. They play Clintondale this week. They and I think Clintondale's a decent game, a decent team. Uh, you but- know, I can't make up my mind about Clintondale, and, and here's why. They have three wins. New Haven is down. down. Well, Southlake yeah. is down. St. Clair's down. And St. Clair is is down. So they haven't beaten anybody what who has more than two wins. New Haven might have two wins. No, I think New Haven only has yeah. one win. Yeah, I think they all have one win. Or no, Southlake has two wins. Oh, that's right, because they played Madison yes. early in the year. So, I mean, their their three wins are against three teams that are combined, combined for four wins. Four and, and whatever, which isn't good. Their other losses they were shut out in. Lamphere has more or less been exposed. And they're a fine team. I think they're just not this this power that's going to be playing for a regional title uh, like they've been the last couple of years. They're they're a solid playoff team. Like if we did the tier list with Lamphere, they would be playoff team. Depending on your draw, you might win a game. Uh, and their first game was Gross Point North. Now Gross Point North is having a really good season, but in week one it was a twenty two to nothing game and that doesn't really tell me a whole lot other than Clintondale couldn't do anything against Gross Point North's offense, but their defense was okay. You want to know how this game's going to go? At the end of the first quarter, it's going to be something kind of close, whether it's Marine City's up like 13-8 to or it's 8-7 Clintondale, and you go, all right, Clintondale's kept it close. And then at halftime, Marine City's going to have the lead, but Clintondale's going to be Close enough that, hey, okay, it's still a game. It's going to be 21-12 or or an arm's length away. And then by the start of the fourth quarter, it's going to be 35 to a little bit, 35-12 Marine City's on top. And then they'll get a an extra touchdown to win 42-20. to And it'll be kind of close, but the game was never in question. That's how this game is going to go, and Marine City is going to pack up and go, all right, let's scoreboard watch and see how all these other teams that we could potentially play in the playoffs are doing because, again, they're going down to Clintondale. This is their last road game of the year. They're going to uh, do very mean things to Centerline next week, and they're going to do mean things to Duran the week after. And like I said, like PH, Marine City's on the shelf, and all right, just – Stay healthy. That's the goal for the three weeks, for me at least, because I know you're winning these games. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I think you're giving Clintondale too much credit is my thing. I, Marine City might win this game 44 to nothing. And going down to Clintondale <laughs> is just – it just that's not an easy place to play. I just don't think 
I know they're going to win. I just don't think this is going to be, all right, it's halftime, it's 41 to nothing, and Marine City is trying to make this a 25-minute second half. Uh, I, I think that that's possible because I just Clintondale's been shut out twice, and Marine City's pitched a couple of shutouts, and, and they've actually only given up a touchdown in three games this year. Right. Defense has gotten, since week one, they haven't given up 40 points the whole year. Yeah, they gave up 40 in week one, and they've given up 36 since in five games. Think they've gotten a little better? Yeah, I think they've gotten a lot better. Speaking of getting a lot better, uh, Marysville is 4-2. And and, and again, we did the thing on on the uh, show earlier this week of they're about where I thought this team could be, 4-2. Uh, in a perfect world, five and one, because I I looked at Elmont Marine City and figured a split at best. Mm-hmm. After the first three weeks, I wasn't sure about the Lamphere game, but they took care of business there. So I know the the potential to take care of business is there, and and they get a struggling St. Clair team, but but some guy had an idea mm-hmm. about playing for a trophy, and you know what? There's a, there's a little more pride on the line here now. Yeah, there is, um, and St. Clair needs to figure out a way uh, because from every indication I got was that it was late, or South Lake running the ball down the throat of St. Clair. What does Marysville want to do? What is Marysville's bread and butter? Hand the ball off. Our big guys are stronger than your big guys. We are going to push you, and we are going to make your life a living hell. You look at the the box score of that St. Clair Southlake game. Southlake only had 184 yards of offense. 171 of it was on the ground. 14 first downs on 171 yards of offense. That tells me it's four four yards, four yards, five yards, four yards, just slowly moving down the field. St. Clair's going to have to figure out how to stop the run because I'm sure if that Marysville staff has their way, they're not going to throw the ball once. And they're just going to bully ball St. Clair uh, to a victory and say, we're going to keep the ball away from you. We're going to have eight-minute drives, and you're not going to be able to touch the ball, and our defense is only going to have to play 35 snaps this week. Again, I I agree that that's what they're going to try to do, but saying you're going to do something and doing something are – two things. Um, I think they can do it. Um, I've been waiting for them to do it even more this year um, and because I think they're definitely uh, capable of it. But we'll see. I, I, Marysville, to me, is a heavy favorite going into this game. But so is Marine City and St. Clair hung around for two and a half quarters. They, they, they have that knack. The difference of hanging is, around. for me, that happened when St. Clair was 1-1, one and, one, and they still had everything in front of them. They're on a four-game losing streak right now, and, and that loss to Southlake is, well, obviously not good. And I wonder how much there's going to be that, that, that energy and the you know excitement. Hey, we're just starting league play. All right, we're starting off against a rival, and we can, we can do this. And after losing four straight games that you, you had a chance to win all of them, I wonder where that competitive um, 
level will be in that excitement level. I'm sure the new tro- the Denny White trophy is going to make a difference in that. That might give them a little bit of juice, but we'll see exactly where it is because that's the one thing I'd be worried about is, Dennis, you know losing can take a toll on you, and it can make that season feel long, and it's hard to keep getting off the mat, especially when you've been so close three weeks in a row. Well, that's my, my thing is, uh, okay, if the Saints were getting just They'd lost four in a row, and they're just getting blown out. Okay. Um, but it's the fact that a two-point conversion, an interception in the end zone in the dying seconds. I, I don't know how the South Lake game end, but they lost by six points. They were, If they had the ball, they had a chance to win the game. They're competitive if they're nothing else. Right, but... They just haven't found a way to get over that hump, and I'll tell you. So don't. I'm saying to Marysville, don't let it be this right. week. I and, and I and again with okay. So playoffs and league, the Saints don't have anything to to play for, except a really nice looking trophy, and you know, that's all you you need a reason. Right. So now they've got a reason. I think this could be St. Clair's last gasp, knowing that everything else is out the window, that if if nothing else, they can steal the trophy for the first time and, and give at least one positive memory. If there is a last gasp from the St. Clair team, I think it would be this week. Um, and I think St. Clair has talent. I think they have some players that can do solid things. Again, you, you did say they were competitive and they did a lot of nice things in those losses, but some point, you just have to find a way to win, and I guess we'll see. Is it Because you can take one of two paths. Let the losing take a toll on you, start to check out a little bit, and just go through the motions in the month of October, or you can fight for pride, You can, for especially for the young guys, knowing you have something to build to next year, have a trophy game, have a rivalry game. There's going to be a lot of eyes on this game, and at least try to beat Marysville because, hey, I'll tell you what, if you beat Marysville, I'm not sure where 5-4 and puts them because that Port Huron game at the end of the schedule is going to be tough. You could play spoiler to Marysville if you you win this game uh, on on Friday night. And now my Marysville defense, smell blood. Oh, yeah. Smell blood, be sharks, go out and, and get this early. Put this game away. Don't give the Saints a chance to be competitive. Exactly. And it can be, hey, whether it's hitting big plays or a slow death of just marching down the field and trying to break their will. If I was on that Marysville offense, that would be my goal is to just mentally break St. Clair and keep coming after them and saying, I don't care if we have to do it four or five yards at a time or if we're getting big play after big play at a time, we're going to break you. We're going to break you, and we're going to go into the halftime locker room, and we're going to start talking about our plans for fr- <laughs> the weekend because we want to be up big uh, by the time we, we hit the locker room. All right. Anything else on uh, any of these games before we get into the BWAC in the next segment? Um, if you want to rewatch the press conference where, where we unveiled the Denny White Trophy, you can go to our Facebook page uh, or Thumb Coast TV. They did an excellent job. I can't thank them enough for the quality they did and how welcoming they were, and they gave up a Tuesday night for us. So I do want to like thank us. them a lot for that. Because well, like me, I can't speak on behalf of how they feel about you. So they uh, they did a great job, uh, Larry. Um, 
John, Chad, and, and the bunch all did a great job. So I just want to thank them again for it because it was it turned out really nice and as well as I could have hoped for. And everyone that, that showed up and, and spoke at it, I, I have to thank again because it did uh, go about as well as I could have hoped and planned for. Absolutely. It was a great event, and I'm going to tip my cap to you because nobody ever – Thanks the host, and I thought you did a really well, good job. Well, there. thank you, Dennis. You're on live TV for the first time, and, and I guess I never really even thought about yeah, that. So yeah. it's good I, that I, you didn't, because you might have. I did. Up. I had never hosted a press conference <laughs> before. I mean, there's not a lot of press conferences in Port Huron, <laughs> so. Um, but no, a lot of people watched it. I think like we had uh, the the rewatch numbers were ridiculous, and it was a testament to to Denny and uh, how um, how special he was, and how many people cared about him. All right. Excellent. More football coming up in a moment. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Match King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, now let's uh, get into the uh, BWAC, which is always a chess match. 
Yes, yes, it is. Uh, what what BWAC game are we starting with? Because there's a couple that are interesting. Yeah, well, I think we you start at the top, and Elmont has to go to Richmond this week, uh, and they need a, a win over the uh, Blue Devils to stay unbeaten and to stay in the driver's seat and to at least clinch a share of the title this week. Yeah, and this game at Richmond, I, I think, is going to tell us a lot. Um, what's Richmond's bounce back going to be like? Because... I think everyone thought they were the underdog going up to Croslex. So you go up there and you give a good performance. You can feel good after that loss. You can feel like you're making progress. But how do you respond after you drop a game to a team you felt like you could have beaten, that you had an opportunity to beat, that you were up in the second half against, that you gave up three late touchdowns to? That's what I'm curious about, knowing that you have the the cream of the crop coming in and Elmont is rolling and that they are playing a very, very tough brand of football right now. How's Richmond going to respond? Because for Almont, they are just a freight train right now. And while I think their last three games are not slam dunk gimmies, I think they're favorited in all three. Well, for me, um, and, and my message would be to Richmond, if you're thinking about last week, you've already lost this game. Mm-hmm. You, you have to be dead focused on Elmont. You can't worry about what happened in any other game you've played this season. This Elmont team is good. They're good in all facets of the uh, the game. Um, they're, they're good offensively. They're good defensively. They're good on special teams. Um, Richmond's got the best kicker. Elmont might have the next best kicker. <laughs> that is true. This could be a fun special teams game. Um, not that I, that I think – field goals are going to decide this one because that's the other thing. Richmond, this week, you've got to score touchdowns. You've got to get into the end zone. You've got to finish drives. um, And you've got to try to create turnovers because I think that's how you beat Elmont. Elmont's not prone to making a ton of mistakes. No. If they make one, you have to capitalize. And they made a few last week in Croslex didn't fully capitalize. They made mistakes right back. I don't envy... Anyone on the defensive side of Richmond's coaching staff having to game plan for Elmont? Because, Dennis, who do you circle? Who do you focus on and take away? Because so far, if you've taken one guy away, two others step up and have a big game. So you can't go off of, all right, we're going to take Winkler away. Chase Patani's a pretty damn good player, and he'll hurt you. Or you'll have Davidowski throwing it around. Or who who did you have in the Marysville? Stewart. Stewart in the Marysville game uh, went off in, in the first game. So who do you focus and they've on? And they've got a couple other guys that we haven't even uh, mentioned. Right. Like, For Kerwan. Yeah. It's not even game to game. Sometimes it's quarter to quarter or drive to drive. One hey, guy's been beating you, and all of a sudden they'll come out and run a drive, and a different guy will be beating you. Well, um, it was uh, Batani went down with a cramp, and then Boholski comes in, and like I think it was like one of his first varsity carry, twenty two yards to the house. Like, and I thought it was Batani just the way he ran. I'm like, <laughs> oh, there's a two at the end. It's thirty two. Nope, yeah. it was twenty two. And it's the embarrassment of riches that Almont has. Now, the one thing I just say to Almont, and I'm sure with a program like this, it won't be a problem. But stay hungry. Hey, you got through this stretch. It's easy to get up at North Branch when Armada comes to town, Croslex comes to town. Now you're on the top of the hill. Don't get fat on the top of the hill thinking that you're staying up there because if you're just putting it in cruise control, you could drop these last two games and then all of a sudden you don't have any 
banner to show for this year. So stay hungry is really the only thing I'd say because the way you've been playing football, you can win these last three games, even though all three of these teams are possibly playoff teams. And and they've played Croslex, they've played Armada, they've played North Branch, and they've played Marysville this mm-hmm. year. And this team is giving up less than 10 points a game. They've given up 54 points in six weeks. The next best team points-wise in the BWAC, North Branch has given up 70. It's pretty good. Elmont? And, and offensively, the only team that's outscored Elmont in the BWAC is Croslex, and they've done it by three points. That's pretty damn good. Those are those are some pretty good numbers. Um, real quick, you said uh, Almont has scored how many? Because I just want to compare. They've scored 218 and given up 54. All right, because in the uh, 2014 year, that was the year they were really, really solid. Uh, I think they gave up 28 points that year, 29 um, in league play. So they're, uh, they're past that mark. That's the BWAC record, but that's still a pretty darn good total to have given up. Like, their defense is legit. Yeah, a- absolutely. They have not given up more than 22 in a game this year. Uh, and their lowest scoring output was 13, but they only gave up 12 that week. Okay, Dennis, what does Richmond need to do if they want to be in this game and have a chance to win? Possess the ball and don't make any mistakes. You can't have penalties this week that, that stop drives or uh, make Elmont drives continue, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't turn the ball over. Uh, you have to play a flawless football game. Richmond is much improved. They're a much better football team than they've been, I think, in a couple of seasons. But you're going to have to play perfect this week because that's the standard that Almont has set for six weeks. While I agree with that, the other side of the coin is, but don't put Almont on this pedestal. Don't have them coming in as this mythical team that if you make one mistake, the game's over. Because you're going to make a mistake. While Play as close to perfect as you can. But, Dennis, no one's ever played a perfect football game because Almont's going to do things well. Almont is going to break off a big run. They're going to get a sack. Heck, they might even force a turnover. But don't let that one mistake become two, three, or four because that's when Almont thrives is they can smell blood in the water and they don't have to do anything outside of their base stuff before they uh, before they come and, and, and just blow the game out. Let, let me throw this curveball at you Richmond if you win the football game you're going to go into the final week of the season tied for second one game out of first and hoping that you get a a miracle from Yale that they can bookend their BWAC seasons with big wins at home against orange and black teams that start with a I'm just saying you'll you'll have a chance yes you will (laughs) have a chance so, uh, yeah, th- this is this is going to be one of the uh, the big games, one of the uh, other uh, big games uh, in the uh, league uh, this week is going to be uh, North Branch playing Armada because North Branch is still in this thing. They're four and one league play, four and two overall. They've been playing good football. They just got a big win uh, over uh, Richmond. Um, their only league loss was a game against Almont where they had the lead uh, late. It was a game that Brady saw, and Almont had to march down the uh, the field. And, 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 and as he says, if the game were one minute shorter, North Branch would be the team that's undefeated in league, but uh, it's not. So 
but they've got a big game against an Armada team that, uh, you know, league title isn't part of the picture for them anymore, but postseason is, and they need some wins. Uh, Armada needs to figure out in the last three weeks how to get some wins going to North Branch, playing Richmond at home, and then going to Corona. So that's an interesting uh, game, North Branch and, and Armada. And Armada's just been in every game. They're they're kind of like what St. Clair's been, except they've been able to win a few of them. Um, and again, that Marine City win at the beginning of the year is still it's turning out to be a really nice win. But you got to flip some of these 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 close games. Find a way to finish. And I think if you go to North Branch and win, I mean, we've elevated North Branch to probably a what a top three team in the BWAC right now. Yeah. Win this game, and okay, now you're building momentum. Maybe you can flip the script from the last couple years of your season where you started off hot, 5-0, and 6-0, and whatever it was, and then you stumbled down the stretch. All right, you stumbled in the beginning. Why not go four straight wins to end the year or 3-1 th- and because that Corona team's really good, and then set yourself up in the playoffs that you can make a little bit of a run and you can win a district title, the one thing that th- this group has yet to do. They've gotten to a district final, but get in there and, and win one because you're probably going to be in a BWAC district. Yeah, more than likely. That, that's the way that'll shape up. Croslex is going to bounce back. They'll beat MLA City this week um, mm-hmm. and, and recover from the uh, Elmont loss, and that will maybe or maybe not make the final week of league play relevant for right. them. Um, I, I mean, even if Elmont wins, as long as they win, it's still relevant because then Elmont's still got to win their last right, game to be to get an out undisputed uh, champs. Uh, and uh, Yale's looking to make it back-to-back wins. They had that three-game losing streak in the middle of the season, and they, they kind of righted the ship last week beating Emily City. They have to do the same thing this week. They have to win at Algonac because they've got Elmont and Schwartz Creek coming up on the schedule. Yeah, I mean, Yale's fighting for their playoff lives right now. This is one they absolutely cannot drop, and then they'll have to split their last two games. But just take care of business this week, and then you can find a way for the playoffs that, like I said, win one of those two. You're in that spot last year. See if you can repeat it again this year. Now, up in the up in the thumb in the uh, GTC Ubley, Ubley's uh, <laughs> going to win again. They're they're at Sandusky. They're, they're at San Sandusky, and Sandusky will try to to play them as best they can. Because uh, again, this isn't a bad Sandusky team, but they kind of took it on the chin against Beach. Beach has got Memphis this week, and Marletta's got Bad Axe. So both those teams should win. It should be business as usual. So what the two teams with a uh, with a winning record they've lost to by multiple scores. Yeah. Yeah, isn't isn't that uh, the way it goes? Uh, and uh, Cardinal Mooney on Saturday is going to play uh, Cabrini. I'll be at uh, that game. I'm expecting fully that Mooney bounces back from the Everest uh, game, which was a, another close game, uh, and they're going to beat Cabrini probably by a lot. You mentioned the rest of the GTC Easter. The Marlep is uh, at Bad Axe and. Yeah. And, okay, I just must have zoned out for a second. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and yeah. Um, Beach has got Memphis. Yeah. yeah they're they're going to win. And, and Mooney's going to bounce usual. back. They're 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 figuring out what they want to do for the what they need to do for the playoffs. But they're going to have a test next week against Liggett. Take care of business this week. Liggett next week is going to be a game that is going to be very intriguing. And Dennis, you're going to see a good one. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, just kind of looking real quick here at the Stars. K-Pack is playing Kingston this week. Uh, I don't think Brown City will struggle with Oakland Christian, and I don't think Deckerville will struggle with Mayville. No, Brown City, kind of like Elmont, went through their their gauntlet of Kingston at Deckerville, at Atherton, at Mayville, now at Oakland Christian, a month straight on the road, and it looks like they're going to not just pass, but pass with flying colors. By the way, I think I saw the eight-man coaches poll, and Brown City was number one, as that, they should be. You know, yeah, that doesn't surprise us, does it? No, and... Brown City is a team that, again, I think the aspiration should be nothing short of celebrating up in Marquette in about a month or so. All right. In the stripes, and and they're not really local teams, but All Saints and Akron Fairgrove both need to win this week to have an undisputed title game next week. They'd both be undefeated going into that one. Right. Uh, All Saints is, is uh, going to host Ashley, who's kind of stumbled the last two weeks. Uh, and Akron Fairgrove is at North Huron, and North Huron has won three in a row. So that's an interesting game. In local news, uh, Peck is at Merritt. Merritt. Something had to have changed with New Haven Merritt. I mean, the first three weeks they got annihilated, and then they've won the last two games. Granted, against CPS is down. Caseville, they're... It turns out their their stud was also out, but they've still won a hundred and what hundred and seven to nothing the last two weeks. Yeah. You don't do that by accident. And a Peck team that's coming off a tough North here on loss has to go down to merit. Yeah, uh, Peck played much better though this past week against again a new uh, a North Huron team that seems to have turned their season around. Right. Um, so that'll be uh, interesting. Uh, I think. And CPS hosts Caseville, who, well, may or may not be without their best player. And that's that makes a huge difference, not just for Caseville, but eight-man football in general. You lose one stud, and next thing you know, you're scrambling to fill those spots. Yeah, and, and I know you, you put a bunch of these games on the uh, picks, and I have to mention that because the picks are coming up next. Yes, they are. Uh, and, yeah, and, and I... I'm over with CPS. I'm over with New Haven Merritt. Uh, whatever way I pick, they do the opposite thing. So, yeah, thanks a lot there. No problem. You do you want to introduce our guest for the picks who'll be coming up? No, I'm not talking to him either because he brought you into the world. <laughs> okay. All and right. And you put games like this on the the picks. All right. Yeah. So, anything else on any of these games? <laughs> uh, you'll be at Northern Mott, um, and I'll be at uh, uh, where am I? Uh, St. Clair Marysville. Oh, yeah. Marysville. I don't know why I was thinking BWAC. I've been in the BWAC so much lately. Um, yeah, I'm in St. Clair Marysville, and that should be those should be some fun ones, and the picks should be fun because, Dennis, we're still chasing uh, some, some, pick, some people at the top. Yeah, all those people that cheat, Ta- send their picks in after the games are done. Yeah, we'll see about that. They're all, anyway. They're all, they're all computer whizzes. They know how to hack into your system. All right, well, let's uh, – <laughs> Ready to send it to the picks? Ready to send it to the picks. We'll do that next. 
Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, back. Time for the picks. And, well, with it being St. Clair Marysville week, I figured we should find someone who was a Marysville grad, someone that played at Marysville, that taught at St. Clair, that coached at St. Clair for a long time. My dad, Roger Beaton. This is going to be weird, but uh, Dennis, what do you what do you think about this one? Uh, I like this one uh, because Roger will be on my side. That's right. There's <laughs> yeah. no question about that, Dennis. Yes, he will. Uh, so uh, before we uh, we hit the open, let's uh, reset the standings because Dennis, give our standings, and then we'll s- see where the people are at. All right, uh, Brady and I are neck and neck after last week. Uh, Brady was a game down, but he went seven and three. I went six and four. So we're both 45 and 15 now. Our guests had a rough week. Uh, Thanks, Coach, Mike. Coach Rice was 5 and 5, and the guests slipped two games back to 43 Kingston and 17. really helped him out. 
Yeah, actually, he was the only one right on that one. Uh, and then the uh, overall general populace went six and four last week to pull in at 41 and 19 on the season. All right, so Calvin from Port Huron still in the lead, 48 and 12, but that lead was four games a few weeks ago. Got a few people on his tail. Gerard from Marysville, 46 and 14. Taddy, 46 and 14. And Zach from Marysville, 46 and 14. So, Dennis, we're not even in the top. We're tied for fifth with all the people. Yeah, but those guys cheat. Whatever you say. Anyway, <laughs> hit the open time for the picks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's going to roll out looking to throw. Pressure coming from Gavin Troy, who sacks him back near midfield. I thought this was America. Huh? Isn't this America? Snap, pitch, near side Mulberg, across midfield, has a blocker to the outside, 45-40, 35-30, and he's knocked out of bounds. No! He tiptoes inbounds and taken into the house. Jackson Mulberg, I don't know how he did it. Out of the gun, Minetti looking from the 29. He's firing deep. He's got a man out there. It's Browning, and he's got it for the score. Kubiak snap, straight drop, all day to throw. Pump fake wants the deep ball, looking for Monarch, and it's caught in the corner of the end zone. People want to know what the proper ratio is on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> He's outrunning everyone. Belly Groppy again, this time for 74 yards and the score. I want my picks back. I want David Putney. All right, time for the picks. Week 7 edition. We are getting to the nitty-gritty. And as we've done the last few weeks, we start in the thumb. We start with eight-man football. America's team, the Caseville Eagles, are coming America's over team. to take on the Carsonville Port Sanilac. Caseville, 1-5. CPS, 0-6. We'll start with Pops. Who's winning this game? Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, and I appreciate being here. And I know I got some big shoes to fill with Dave Taddy being a guest picker and Denny White back in the day. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do my best here. But doing a little bit of research, um, you gave me a one in five and an zero and sixteen to start. Which made is it tough. Pretty tough. And I'm looking. CPS doesn't score many points. 88 on the year. I'm going with the Eagles of Caseville. They're going to double their win total. Yeah, I. With Caseville, you know, they, if if I knew if their star running back was playing, this would make it easy. I don't. Um, and since I don't know, and if he's hurt, it makes a big difference. You know what? That's a long trip across the thumb. How about them Tigers? Let's go CPS. Oh, interesting there. So you're, you're banking everything on, on one injury. Um, yeah. I mean, I, that's I'm banking it on I have picked CPS twice this year. I, I have rooted openly and loudly for them, and two times, not only have they let me down, but they've let me down. I'm picking Caseville to win this game. CPS. Good CPS. pick, guys. Good C pick. All right, now, so. Because you picked against them, they'll get the win. The people are on Caseville as well. 84% taking Caseville to win the game. Deckerville, 4-2, and two, travels to Mayville to take on Five and one, Mayville. Mayville took one on the chin. I'll get us started for this one. Mayville's five and one. They might end up being about five and four when it's all said and done. Give me Deckerville in a route, Dennis Stuckey. Well, uh, after losing to Kingston last week, Deckerville's going to take out some of that frustration on Mayville, so Deckerville will win this game. Over to Pops. Uh, looking at a common opponent here. Both of them have played Brown City. The Eagles of Deckerville lost 46 to 28. 
and Mayville got beat 60 to nothing. Not good. And uh, Mayville doesn't score a whole lot of points, 196, and Deckerville scored 294, almost 100 more. I'm going with the Eagles. Yeah, Mayville is uh, certified, I think, uh, maybe a bit fraudulent. People like Deckerville as well, 66% on Bill Brown's team. Last eight-man game, Peck travels down to New Haven Merritt, hoping for some better success than their friends at CPS had. Dennis Stuckey, you get us started. Does Peck get their second win, or does New Haven Merritt get back to 500? Yeah, again, this is another team I've guessed wrong about Merritt. Uh, every time that you put them on the, the thing. Um, and the last two weeks, they've been doing something different. My heart says Peck, but I'm going to take New Haven Merritt. Dad, great still pick, not Dennis. Get, still not going to get used to it. Great pick, Dennis. New Haven Merritt, they're going to improve to 3-3. Three and three. Um, They don't give up many points, 130. And Peck, they've given up over 300 points this year. Wow. I think New Haven Merritt is going to win this game. Yeah, Merritt at home, Peck's too young. Give me the Mustangs. And the people agree, 86% on Merritt. Marlette goes up to Bad Axe in what is a newly minted GTC East matchup. I'll get us started. Actually, no, you get us started, Dad, a Marlette or a Bad Axe up in Hatchet Territory. Well... I listen to Get Stuck on Sports quite regularly, and if you guys <laughs> that's are a telling problem me, for you in these picks, then. I'm, I'm working on that problem. <laughs> um, you tell me Ubley's a good team, and you tell me They're Harbor Beach good. is a good team, and Marlette has two losses. Those two teams. I'm going with the Red Raiders here. Yeah, Marlette is good. Bad Axe is not. That's as simple as it needs to be. Give me Marlette. Yeah, Marlette will win this uh, game. They are, in my opinion third best team in that league 98% of people on Marlette as well to the Mac Silver Marine City goes to Clintondale I'll get us started like I said Marine City you're on the shelf you're, you're I'm going to come back to you in a few weeks you're getting this win you're going to do it comfortably and you're going to do it for the next three weeks no doubt about it Marine City Dennis yeah Marine City's going to win here dad yes son Letson likes to win and he <laughs> likes to win big uh, Marine City in a route here. And 98% of the people on Marine City, wow. the, the, the I can't the, believe there's 2% picking against the Mariners in this game. I can't. Well, well, if they hit, they hit big. I feel like that should be worth two if Clintondale actually pulls it off. Um, to the BWAC, Yale desperately needs a win to get above 500 to set up their home stretch. They travel to the Swamp against Algonac. Dennis Stuckey get us started. Yale gets the win on the road. Or does Algonac jump up and, and grab a Bulldog's leg? Well, you know, I'm a Rats fan, but I'm picking the Bulldogs in this one. Uh, Yale makes it back-to-back -back wins. They're, they're back on track winning these games that they're supposed to win. Uh, Dennis, again, great pick. Uh, I like what Algonac's doing. It's great to see them back playing football again, you know, um, but the Bulldogs are going to be too much. Yeah, and Algonac is, like you said, trying to get back on their footing. Just just isn't it. Uh, Yale is going to get this win to set up. At least a uh, split could get them in the playoffs. Give me the Bulldogs. 100% of the people agree Yale uh, to take this victory. Go up to Kreps Field and North Branch where they welcome in an Armada team that is going to be desperate, that is going to be hungry, that needs a statement win. 
North Branch can go to 5-2 and two and keep their BWAC title hopes alive unless they get some help from those Blue Devils. But we'll go start with my father. Armada get the win on the road, or does North Branch defend home turf? Uh, North Branch, who did they lose to? Elmont and Freeland? Both pretty or Forest Hills Eastern. Forest Hills Eastern. Okay. Two really, really good teams, correct? Yes. Uh, North Branch keeps her title hopes alive. They're moving on. I really think Armada can win this game. I think there's a very good chance Armada goes up there and wins. But I've backed you too many times and you've let me down too many times. Just on principle, I'm taking North Branch. You have to earn my pick back. <laughs> Give me North Branch. I'm also taking North Branch. I just think the Broncos are playing good football, and I just think... Armada's having one of those seasons. And there is 60% of the people on the Broncos. I think this is very live that this could be a game that we all get wrong. But again, got pr- I think it's kind of a prove-it game for Armada. Stay in the BWAC. The 6-0 Raiders of Almont come over to Ben Bolt Stadium and, and Coker Field for a matchup against the 4-2 Blue Devils. Uh, who is it? I'm starting this one, I believe. And Almont... I'm not picking against them. Dennis, I told you, uh, in your little Google Doc, you can just I already put, wrote Richmond yeah, down no, for you. No, you can put out, you're putting Almont <laughs> until the end of time this season. Give me Almont. It's nothing against Richmond, but Almont's good, and I'm not picking against them the rest of the year. Dennis Stuckey. So Brady picked Richmond. No. Um, I'm taking Almont. We'll make that uh, clear that Brady took Richmond, and I'm no. taking Almont. <laughs> sweet for Almont. Make it a sweet for Almont. Brady, I can't believe you took Richmond no, there. No, I'm not picking I know, against Almont. I'm it, not picking picked against a 6-0 and o team. I'm not, I picked against an 0-0 and o team, a 2-0 and o team, a 3-0 and o team, and a 5-0 and o team. I'm 2-4. and four. All four of those have gone picking against Almont. Give me Almont. Who do you pick? Well... I'm going to take Elmont. I'm going to go with what you said, Brady. As I said, I have a problem with listening to Get Stuck on Sports. And I've heard you say never pick against Elmont. I'm not picking against them. And neither are the people. 88% of people picking the Raiders to get the win out in Richmond. Let's come back to the MAC and the MAC Blue. Warren Mott travels up by 94 to take on Port here on Northern. Huskies have their back against the wall. They need this win and haven't looked good in their two big games so far. Warren Mott, a two-point conversion away from being 6-0 and coming into this matchup. Dennis Stuckey, you'll be at this game. Who's coming away with the victory? Uh, again, my heart is screaming northern, northern, northern that this is their, their chance to show everybody, uh, and I think they're going to give a good performance, but I'm going to take Mott. Until you, until you beat him, I'm going to go against him. Yeah, I, I really like what Larry's done since he's taken over the program up there. Um, I know the coach from Warren Mont, from what I understand, he's been there a while, pretty good coach, um, tough competitor. We even have a relative that works at Warren Mont. We do. Um, it's a tough, tough call because I love Northern, but I'm going to have to go with Warren Mott as well. Yeah, it's uh, Northern is 4-2 and in their two losses in big games. They haven't been competitive. I hope they're a lot more competitive. I think they can be. But I think this Warren Mott team's pretty good, and they're rounding into form. Give me the Marauders to get the win, and the people agree. 70% picking Mott to come to Memorial Stadium and take a win from the Huskies. And now to the final game of the week for the newly minted Denny White Trophy. Marysville at 4-2 goes down to East China Stadium to take on the 1-5 St. Clair Saints. Dad, you get us started with this one. 
who wins this game and why? Well, this is near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, this is going to be a great game. I've been part of St. Clair for 25 years. Yep. I've developed a lot of relationships down there. I love the people. I love the kids. Being a Marysville grad and having you been mm-hmm. in Marysville, um, this is tough. It was tough when you went through mm-hmm. school as well. I got to go with the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to win the Denny White Trophy, and uh, I think it's going to be a great momentous occasion at East China Stadium honoring a great man. Denny White started at Marysville, and his trophy's going to start at Marysville too. Vikings are going to down there and getting the win. They can pound the rock. And just like Denny did, started uh, his sports career starting in Marysville and Viking country. Dennis Ducky. Yeah, I'm also going to take Marysville to win this game. Just They're 4-2. The, the Saints are 1-5. I think Marysville's the better team this year. All right. I think that was actually one of the least uh, divisive picks we've had this year. What was the only difference? Oh, what the, what the, oh the, the people are on Marysville as well. Marysville 92% as well. picking Marysville to beat St. Clair. So... Uh, what was the only difference the one the CPS game? Well, you taking Richmond was the the no, one that really I, sticks I'm out. Not I'm still picking against Almont. <laughs> I'm picking Almont right now against Yale. I'm picking them against Ogemaw Heights, and I'm picking them against whatever D6 team they match up with because they're one of the three best D6 teams in the state. But but yeah, it's a real boring uh, picks because the only uh, different uh, pick is you took CPS and everybody else took Caseville. Um, and you're banking that just on one player being missing. Well, in eight-man football, that's like 12% of the team or something. That's a big difference. Uh, it's one guy. It got them their one win. Besides, so, haven't you had some good times up in Caseville? I have Brady? had some good times up in Caseville, and I know you can come back from Caseville not 100%. So, <laughs> so I know uh, I know that Roger and I are going 10-0 and 0 and Brady's going 8-2 and 2 this yeah. week. Plain no, simple, I didn't it, pick Richmond. <laughs> I picked Almont. I'm not picking against Almont again. I I learned my lesson. I, I kind of wanted to pick. He told ma- me. He told me earlier in the week. Uh, we, were, we were sitting right here, as a matter of fact. And he's like, "No matter what, stocks. No matter what, I'm picking Richmond in this game. Put Richmond down. You know. And so yep, I had it down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dennis, I was on my mower. I was doing, I think, about the 12th green, and I was listening to that, and that's exactly what I heard. Yep. Yeah. I can verify that story. Yeah, I, I, I think most of the audience would I agree with I swear, Almont, if you lose the one time I pick you to win a game, you are going – We'll all get a loss. Right. You're going right down on my crap list. If you lose the one time I'd finally get on board, you go and lay an egg at Richmond, I, I will be upset at that's you. That's funny. So, all right, anyway, Dennis, remind everyone one last time where we'll be this weekend, and yeah. All right, Friday night, it's the battle for the Denny White Trophy on stream two as uh, Brady will have Marysville at St. Clair. I will be at Memorial Stadium hoping that Port here on Northern can get a big win over Warren Mott. Uh, and then Saturday, we got some bonus football. Mooney's got a home game against Allen Park Cabrini. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff, so look for me around 1240-ish uh, on stream one Saturday. All right, sounds good. Uh, anything Roger, else? where are you going? I am going to be with Brady at yeah. Marysville. He's going to okay. be the keeper of the Denny White Trophy. That's a good game trophy. to go to. He's going to be yeah. the one uh, that I think you're the one that when people are – Walking in, that you're going to make sure the st- you're the Stanley Cup guy for the uh, Denny White Trophy. Absolutely, I got my white gloves all cleaned up. I got my polish and rag ready, mm-hmm. so I'm ready to keep 
keep the Denny White trophy on display so everybody can see it. And on a side note, the press conference for the Denny White trophy was just phenomenal. I got so much feedback, and I want to thank you two guys for doing that. Um, what hey, a look, great look event. at him. Like, again, um, I'm not taking any credit for this other than when he asked me, do they play for a trophy? I guessed right and said, no, they don't. <laughs> and then that kind of got the whole thing going. It, it was his idea. And I'm giving him full credit for well, it. Well, it was, again, the least we could do. So it's going to be cool to hand it out for the first time. And, well, hopefully it'll uh, be handed out for a long time. But that will be Friday. And, yeah, we'll have everything for you Saturday morning. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.